0: Here, take my back radio. It's looking at me. He's an ugly little spud, isn't he? I think he can hear you right now. I, I, did I did made
1: did did a pudding. <laughs> that didn't it. Welcome to the game!
0: For No More Radio, you are listening to The Cave, a weekly podcast looking at the best and worst in pop culture from yesteryear to tomorrow. On this week's episode, we're going to be talking about the dice game, looking at the dicks and dudes of the week, talking robots, and I'm going to bring in some rad jokes as well. Hello to you wherever and whenever you are in the world. My name is Shane Adamzak, and with me as always is the canine to my doctor, the Marvin the paranoid android to my Althadent, Dent,
1: and the cleverly named robot. To my Will Robinson, it's Mr. Paul Grabovac. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're wondering, is he still naked? The answer is, unequivocally, yes.
0: (laughs) Look, when we commit to something at the cave. I am
1: a naked man. I stand before you, the world, because of Donald Trump. Here I am. This is me. Hello, world. This is me.
0: I didn't think that I would have to be the one to obviously uh, confirm this for everybody from week to week, but yet, here I am thinking that this wouldn't affect me in any way.
1: Yeah, well, look, it's actually your fault as well.
0: Oh, that's true. That is true. It is my fault. Okay, let's look at the uh, results of our Twitter poll for last week. We asked you guys, which film should we do an audio commentary episode on? It was between the 1986 Transformers Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Out of the Shadows, the Britney Spears film Crossroads, or the Joel Schumacher Batman and Robin film... Uh, it was. It was. The people have fine. It was looking fine for a long time, <laughs> but uh, in in the last couple of days, things have dramatically changed. And with a seventy five percent lead, Paul, we are uh, doing an audio commentary
1: on the Britney Spears uh, vehicle Crossroads. You know this is absolutely unequivocally your, no fault, your fault. Not because you put it in the list, but because you kept telling everyone not to do it. Well, just because you know how reverse psychology works.
0: It was just surprisingly—it was surprisingly winning. All of a sudden, I was like, "No, come on, guys, let's do this properly." And then everyone. So basically, what happened is, this, although what is encouraging is this poll has had the most uh, votes out of any other thing that we've done online, which is great in terms of it means that more people are listening to the show, but it also makes me think that you all hate us.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it means that more people definitely don't like us, or at the very least, you.
0: Yeah, Uh, and you guys just want us to suffer, so we will be recording an audio commentary on Crossroads, uh, the Britney Spears movie. Hey, look, I've never seen it. It might be great. Uh, but I will say, it did get nominated for eight Razzie Awards in 2002, mm-hmm. and it did win two of them.
1: No, it's her seminal work, and if there's anything else I can say about it, it is definitely a seminal work.
0: I, I looked it up uh, and on IMDb, and the uh, the blurb is, Three childhood best friends and a guy they just met take a road trip across the country, finding themselves and their friendships in the process.
1: Yeah, I've seen that same movie. It's actually on RedTube and uh, Pornhub. <laughs> it's a great, great tale. Oh boy! Uh, yeah, so that's what we're
0: doing. Uh, we'll be having right. that, that probably as a little uh, post-Christmas present for you all. I think we'll have to we'll have to record that when we're both in the same mm-hmm. country. Uh, the poll for next week, which we want you guys to vote on. This one can't really hurt us at all. I don't think. Uh, touch wood. Who was the best Batman? We want to know: Adam West, Christian Bale, Michael Keaton, or Ben Affleck. Let us know which of those four you think is the best Batman. What you got your money on? That's actually
1: a legitimately hard task, I think.
0: Oh, I mean, uh, I've I've expressed my views, but it's it's a tough choice. They're all good, but I just want to. Yeah, remind-
1: I mean, the people the the people are varied. They're many and varied. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, do I do we get to throw us two cents in? Why not? Well, I think it's Batfleck. I think he got Ooh. it all right.
0: Ah, uh, pretty good for me. It's Ke- it's still Keaton all the way. He'll always be the best. Uh, but you mm, but know.
1: You're, you're looking through nostalgic eyes. I
0: love Keaton. I thought he was great. I like I like I like Ben Affleck as well. But uh, yeah, right, it's Keaton for me. Uh, Amy Joe Johnson update, Paul. Uh, oh yeah, how it goes the stalking? <laughs> Uh, we'll get to that. So, basically, if you guys are... Oh, my God. If you guys... No, no, no. I don't mean we'll get to the stalking. I mean, I'll get to how it's going. Uh, if you guys haven't been listening the last couple of weeks, we found out that Amy Jo Johnson, the original Pink Power Ranger, lives in Toronto. We've been trying to hunt her down to see if she'll be on the show. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks now. I'll be honest, Paul, it's not looking great. Okay, uh, last time, last episode, I told you guys I had just contacted David Yost, who was the Blue Power Ranger, via Twitter, to see if he would put us in contact. And uh, nothing back from him. So, <laughs> there's that. Um, so, basically, I put it out to you guys, should I just try and contact her uh, via Twitter? Uh, lauren 81 on Instagram uh, said that that would be the best way to do it. So, look, based on Lucky lauren 81s suggestion... I've written Amy Joe Johnson a haiku that I've tweeted at her. Do you want to hear it, Paul?
1: I do. I do.
0: So, it's, this is like an ancient uh, Japanese poem. Uh, Japanese? Is that right?
1: Haiku? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I think so.
0: Okay. So, it basically is uh, 575. Five, uh, this is my Twitter haiku to Amy Joe Johnson. Amy Joe Johnson. Tried formal channels. No luck. Please be on our show hashtag Twitter haiku, hashtag Twitter
1: interview request, and then I put our email address. Um, That's fair. That's nice. That's not too intrusive. Right. It's not too stalkery, which I like. Yeah, it's kind At of least of not At least not yet.
0: Just casual. So, we've sent that to her. So, let's see what happens in the next couple of days. Maybe she'll be on next week's show. Who knows, Paul?
1: You're such a creep, dude.
0: But I'll be honest, I, I'm really running out of, I, I you know, ways to do it without... Uh, Getting kind
1: of weird. Why about don't it. Why don't you stand in front of her house with a speaker and just blast? Paul, music?
0: if I knew where she lived, I would have tried that already. All right, mm-hmm. I can't even get in contact with her via Twitter, let alone find her house.
1: <laughs> Fair enough.
0: Anyway, so if you can help us out, if you know Amy Joe Johnson or you are Amy Joe Johnson, uh, please stop this from getting creepy. We just want to ask her if she wants to be on the show. Uh, she can say yeah. no Quit- It would just be nice To get a response uh, Quit
1: playing games With our hearts Amy Jo Johnson Amy Jo
0: If you're out there Hit us up uh, Thecave at NoMoreRadio.com Or just tweet back at us At cave underscore podcast We love you We're not going to do Anything weird We just want to know If you want to be On our podcast uh, What's been happening In your world Paul Grabovac? While I've been busy Stalking Power Rangers
1: uh, A little less than you uh, In that regard I haven't been Stalking anybody That's good Um uh, good for you, I pal. Just, I just, yeah, I think that's a plus. I'm going to put on my resume. Uh, doesn't stalk, uh, which is good. Um, I met a cool guy called Zorro the other day.
0: Was he riding a horse? And did he have a sword and a mask?
1: No, I, no, but I've been hanging out with him a whole bunch. You really, He's a really you, cool dude. you really met a dude called Zorro, for real? Yeah, I really did. Cool. I really did. Cool. That's cool. Um, and yeah, I'm just really quietly, quietly uh, getting hyped for Rogue One.
0: Yes, uh, yeah, I'm super psyched. It's coming out very soon. It's gonna be like a little Christmas present to all of us, eh
1: mm, along with Moana, which is getting awesome reviews.
0: yeah, I'm excited for that one. I think it's gonna be uh I think it's been pretty cool i've I've been uh finding out that I'm very easily influenced lately. Um, oh, yes. I've been watching this show on YouTube that a friend showed to me and I, I highly recommend you guys check it out. And you too, Paul, if you haven't seen it, uh, it's, it's called first we feast and the shows, uh, it's called hot ones. And basically it's like a talk show, uh, with this guy called Sean Evans. He has one guest on each week and he mm-hmm. asks them 10 questions. And as they, uh, ask each question, they eat a hot wing. Uh, and it starts quite mild, and then each wing gets hotter and hotter until, like, the last two or three are, like, ridiculously, like, a bazillion times hotter than the human face is prepared to accept. And it's really, really funny, because obviously they're trying to just keep doing this talk show and answering and asking questions straight, but, you know, their faces are on fire. And I just became obsessed <laughs> with this show, and I became obsessed with, like, wings and, and hot sauce, which it's something I was not really interested uh before. But then, of course, all of a sudden, I've got this, like, awesome Taco Jesus hot sauce lying around, and I'm just, like, obsessed with wings. So, this week uh, in Toronto, my girlfriend Thea and I, we went on what we called Wing Hop 2016, where we went on a a quest around Toronto uh, bars and restaurants trying to find the best wings. Uh, We went out the other night. It was snowy and cold. Uh, We only made it to three of our planned five destinations, but by the end, we were just full and cold. (laughs) So we're
1: going to be And was the spice keeping you warm?
0: It was good, yeah, it was great. We had some great uh, wings, some uh, a little too saucy, some a little too dry, some too hot, some not uh, spicy enough. Uh, But we're going to continue our quest to find the best wings in Toronto over the next couple of years. Well, you're
1: doing everyone a service, and I appreciate that, Sean.
0: Um, So, what I wanted to ask you, Paul, as my kind of uh, Perth man on the ground food aficionado, when we get back to Mm -hmm. Perth, shall we do a Perth wing hop?
1: Uh,. Only a lot, yes, please. Thank and you.
0: Uh, where sh- where should we go? Where should we start? I want the first sort of point of call because we want to start somewhere where we don't want to start where the best wings are, but we want to start where the standard is high, so that people have got something to live up to. That's what we discovered.
1: Oh, okay. Standard is high. Let's start at Varsity Bar, mm-hmm. which uh, is behind the University of WA. Okay. On I want to say Broadway. Yeah. Uh, if I got that wrong, I'm sorry, but Varsity Bar is awesome. It's like an American sports bar, uh, here in Perth and it has great burgers and great drinks, like heaps of like Canadian American beers and, and, and spirits. But what it definitely does the best is hot wings and wings in general. On Tuesdays, you can get 30 wings for $30.
0: Whoa, that's a lot of wings. we could bring along some delicious taco Jesus hot sauce with us, Paul. Hmm.
1: You got it. Right right up in your face.
0: Uh, What else has been happening in your life?
1: Wait, so hang on. You didn't finish telling me where are the best wings in Toronto. Uh,
0: Okay, well, I can tell you... Well, Thea and I had different favourites. See, her favourite was my third favourite and my favourite was her second favourite. So, I can tell you that my favourite wings came from a place called... Duff's famous wings, and I had the hot honey garlic. They were they were big, chunky, uh, sort of drumette style wings. You know, so they were mm. big, chunky, lots of meat on them, and the flavour flavorful but not too saucy. Thea's favourite came from uh, this kind of hipster bar, which is called Hawker's Bar. And she had the chili soy chicken wings, which I really also really liked. But that was at the end of the night. I was a little winged out by then. And I found them to be <laughs> a little bit dry. But they went well with some delicious taco juice with hot sauce. Um, yeah. uh,
1: curious side note. I went to a, a place called Hawker's tonight for dinner.
0: Ah, I know that place well. That's a great, great yep, restaurant. Great restaurant.
1: No wings though. Uh, I kind of bought a robot. Yes. I've been waiting to hear about this all week. Uh his name's Cosmo. Uh you may have seen some of the advertising going around. He just got released. Uh fortunately for everybody just in time for Christmas. How do I describe him? He you know in Pixar's Term- Wally? Yep. No, not Terminator. Term- and Terminator 2. In Pixar's Wally, there's that little robot who's like a little cleaning robot, and he follows Wally around with his little um, little like vacuum, and he follows up all the dirt that Wally makes. Yeah, the little scrubbing dude. Yes, he is exactly like him. I feel like they maybe modelled him uh, off that character. Ooh. The animation, because he has a uh, essentially a screen for a face, um, which is just his eyes, like two big square eyes, very similar in design, but uh, the animation on him is spot on. The AI is adorable. He's a cheeky little robot that likes to play games. He talks... Via well, not via. he talks to an app on your phone, oh. and he, he'll he move around the space, lifting cubes, wanting to play games, and depending on how you treat him, he adapts his personality. I'll tell
0: you what, the amount of times that I've been trying to work at my desk, and just been, you know, obstructed by goddamn cubes everywhere, and I've thought to myself, if only there was a robot that could deal with this situation for me,
1: you know? Well, your answer has been found, Shane, and it's Cosmo by a company called... Aoki or Oki, um, I get the pron- pronunciation wrong. But if you YouTube Cosmo, you'll find him. And um, they're a small startup company that started with uh, racing cars. You know, like the old scale electrics tracks we used to have, where you put the car yeah, on dude. the little thing. So they made like the next generation of them, where there's no more little groove for the car to sit in. The the entire field or plate that you connect together uh, all speak to each other, and they understand where all cars are in relation. To themselves on the track, and they have full-blown races that are way more impressive, unfortunately, than what Scaletrix offered. And they've taken the sort of money for that, and they've made Cosmo, and he's cute and adorable, and he can recognise my face, Whoa. and he says hello to me, and he knows other people, and he's basically my new best friend. Sorry, buddy, you've kind of gone down the wrong a little bit there.
0: Well, you know, that's what I get for leaving those cubes all over your desk all the time.
1: Yeah, Cosmo's got my back. Yeah. Where are you? Which cubes? I'm
0: just here. Trying to trying to do a podcast surrounded by loose
1: cubes. Ugh, yep. It's a nightmare. Sh- the, Shane, the dropping cubes, Adam's act yep. is what we call That's you. That's what they
0: call me. Um, so, in terms of his uh, features, are you afraid that, like Skynet, he's going to adapt, he's going to learn, he's going to rise up and eventually overthrow you?
1: He has no um, opposable thumbs. He just has, like, a little fork. At the- he's kind of like a miniature front-end loader. So... Unless he figures out how to jump and I just stay on my bed, I'll be safe for now. Right. Um, he does have his own Wi-Fi signal, and that terrifies me a little bit. Yeah. Uh, um, he'll start, flying, he hack into he'll the start
0: flying little drones around as well. Take you out, air attack, exactly. come in, throw a bunch of cubes at you.
1: Right on my face. Yep. All up in my face with them cubes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, those cubes are not too bad. They actually just fit in my pocket.
0: Uh, value for money in terms of people thinking of uh, getting a Cosmo so far... So good, do you think?
1: I think so. I mean, he's going to get updates via the app, which is great. So he's a constantly evolving little toy. Price range, you're looking, because I had to order him from Amazon. I don't know who retails him here. Um, all up, including shipping, I dropped probably around three to $400 for him. So he's not a cheap gift, but uh, he's certainly a guy that's going to live on my desk for maybe the rest of time. That's time, pretty time.
0: cool. I know you've also got the Sphero uh, BB-8 robot. Do they do they get along?
1: Uh, I haven't introduced them to each other yet, but that is actually an excellent idea, which I will do, and uh, maybe record it and put it up on the uh, Facebook page. Here, but... I think
0: that's a great idea. Meeting of the minds, two robots. You want to make sure they get along. If one of them goes rogue, uh, starts to kill the other, just be aware you're probably next.
1: <laughs> the point is, oh, robots God. are cool
0: but I will miss you when they overthrow you.
1: Yeah, but, you know, we'll both be dead and we'll, we'll hang out in, in hell together.
0: Yeah. Hey, hey, Paul, I got a question yeah. for you.
1: Oh, yeah? Oh, God, not again.
0: Now, do you, do you ever worry about becoming your your parents? Do you ever think that you're slowly becoming your parents? Because I've, I've noticed some things recently uh, that I do that I find myself going, oh, my God, that's something my dad would do. Like... Uh, a lot of the times when you go to a restaurant and you order like a, a Coke, for example, uh, and, they, sure. and they ask you if Pepsi is okay, the a regular person would just go, yeah, that's fine, right? Uh, but no, I find myself, if that ever happens to him, I go, Pepsi, and then say, yeah, that's fine. Because that's what my dad would wow, do. Wow, you're a rude jerk. He'd throw up a fake stink. Like an idiot, like as if Pepsi would not be fine. Uh, like, I was in a student restaurant uh, a while ago, uh, like a student training restaurant, you know, where uh, people sure, are training sure, to sure, sure. I'm with you. figure out how, to, how a restaurant yeah, works. To
1: kill you with slowly with food. Yeah. yeah,
0: and there's six things on the menu, and I order the nachos, and I ask the waitress, who's also a student, I say, uh, "This, uh, The nachos, the, the guacamole that comes with it, is it holy guacamole? And <laughs> this poor girl... Didn't get my dumb dad joke. And she kind of looked nervously at the menu and went, oh, I'm going to have to go ask my manager. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm just a dickhead. Uh, And then I just went, wow, I am becoming my dad. Do you ever worry about about Um, that, Paul?
1: I do. I wish I had funner anecdotes because my dad is a, I guess, reformed, surly European man. Um, I'm still still uh, scared
0: of your dad. I'm a grown-ass man.
1: oh well you should be he he will kill you with a single glance yeah um but there are times certainly where like something will happen that's like it's not even a big deal and i know that but like my immediate like instinctual reaction is just to be like oh this is the worst and i'm gonna i'm gonna highlight it for everybody in the room (laughs) um thankfully i suppressed that on the plus side though um there are real sweet things that happen in the world and I respond really sweetly, and I go, you know, that's kind of what my mum would do, because she's a real sweet lady. And then
0: she makes and, uh, me a delicious chicken schnitzel.
1: Yeah. And you know what, Shane? When you get back here, I'm going to make you a delicious chicken schnitzel. Yes.
0: Everything's because coming I'm up, Because slowly
1: millions. becoming my mother. That's great. Oh, yeah. Your mum's one How's of my going, favorite ladies? cooks. Yeah. Ladies, do you want a man who's exactly like his mother? Uh, because I have long black hair and um, a, a vagina. Yeah. Yeah. Paul's mum's pretty nice. She's not listening. It's fine. Okay,
0: that's good. Our parents don't listen. We should start a segment. Okay, Paul, let's blast back. Do you remember, <laughs> do you remember when we used to have a radio show and we realized that no yeah. one who worked at the station was listening to our radio show and we were getting up really early in the morning to do it? Uh, so we started. Yep. We started a segment called "What Can We Do This Week to Get Fired."
1: That was the best. Yeah. So we started was the best thing we ever did.
0: Without going too far into it. Uh, we we started playing a lot of pranks and doing things we weren't supposed to do, just to see if the station was listening. And it became very clear that they weren't, and we could get away with doing whatever we wanted. So should we start a segment called Are Our Parents Listening? Yes. I need money, Mum and Dad. Please help me. Please. Uh, it
1: would be it would be really nice if, without uh, there being a dramatic conversation beforehand, you just said, "I love you."
0: You know what, Mum and Dad, I love you guys.
1: Don't make it weird, Shane. I love you. Don't make it weird. I love you. You're making it weird. Guys. Stop it.
0: I love you, Paul. And I, love, oh, I love you too, Shane. And I love my family.
1: Okay. Okay, that's well, back to weird.
0: Okay, that's our, uh, that's our segment for the week.
1: Great. Hi, Mom. Great. Hi, Dad.
0: Good stuff. Feeling good.
1: My dad's definitely never listening to this show. He
0: might. He might put
1: it on nope. in, the, in the truck. Nope. Someone on will, the tractor? Someone will show him how to put it on his his iPod. No, he'll think we're being idiots like we were all our lives and just throw his phone under the truck.
0: Yeah, he'll think we're idiots that we've been all our lives, currently are, and will continue to be. That's what we do, That's our dynamic.
1: Right, let's ride into the sunset together. Yeah, on
0: robots. Nice. Uh, I have a game I like to play. This kind of relates to this. Um, I pulled out the contents of my pocket. Uh, if you guys look on our Instagram and our Twitter, I, I put a picture of this because it made me laugh. I was just emptying my pockets out and I looked, I looked in my hand as I emptied the pockets of my jacket and all there was was uh, four dice, including 2d20, uh, a flash ring, like from the show The Flash, and a lollipop. And I just went. I'm a 33 year old man, and the contents of my pocket is basically D and D dice, some candy, and a toy ring. And then I went, and I also have a really great girlfriend. How cool is my life?
1: Um, I'm I'm really proud to know you, Shana. Really, truly. Right.
0: (laughs) I went that. So I had to post that picture because I feel like that would give people hope, right? That everything is going to work out all right. I have this test I like to do, and I know I've told you about this before, Paul. It's my eight year old test. You have to. Stop what you're doing and if you're having a hard time, if you're having a, a, a rough day, uh, you're feeling a little insecure, a little unsure about what's happening in your life, ask yourself, honestly, if eight-year-old you were in the room looking at you and looking at your life and what you were doing, would eight-year-old you think you were cool? <laughs> and I think if the answer is yes, everything's going okay. Do you think eight-year-old- Makes sense to me. Little eight-year-old Paul would think you were cool?
1: Like right now? <laughs> totally. Eight-year-old me would be like, whoa.
0: Dude. Put some pants wow. on.
1: Firstly, but cool microphone.
0: What do you What do you think he would like about you, Paul?
1: Uh, I think he'd like that I have tattoos. He'd be really impressed by that. He'd
0: go, what's a Nintendo 64?
1: Yeah, well, that's true. Um, but then also, I guess he'd be impressed with all my video games. Yeah. My cool toys. The fact that, like, my bed is made for giants. Yeah, you got a big boy um, bed now, don't you? I do. I do. <laughs> um, he'd love my Chewbacca jacket. Uh, My Pokemon... Oh, Pokemon wouldn't be out yet. Yeah, it'd be weird. It'd be like a weird time-traveling conversation where I'd have to explain to him, like, this is going to be cool in a little bit, and you're going to love that you already know about it, which is probably really fun.
0: you got two freaking robots, for God's sakes.
1: Just saying. No big deal. Yeah, it's It's
0: pretty cool. So, if you're out there and you're feeling a little unsure, ask yourself, would eight-year-old me...
1: Think I was cool.
0: If the answer is yes, everything's going to be fine. If the answer is no, maybe uh, look at doing some changes, having a bit more fun, yeah. fun in your life. Go to the park, fly a kite.
1: Look inside yourself. Be be a better you.
0: Uh, speaking of dice, have I ever told you about the dice game that I play, Paul?
1: You've played it with me, good sir. Yeah,
0: I thought so. I, I thought so. Well, for those that don't know about the dice game, the dice game is a very simple game that uh, I don't know if I made it up. I guess I kind of did. Uh, it's basically just a dare game. Uh, I was at. Montreal Comic Con a couple of years ago with my friend Al and uh, we some guy was selling like a bazillion dice and he just like dared me to buy some dice. I went fine. So I bought a big cup full of dice for like five bucks five five bucks or something. And then so I all of a sudden had all these stupid dice. So I invented this game, which is, it's basically a dare game. So I say, Hey Paul, if I roll a, a, a four, uh, you know, you have to jump off this bridge into the water or whatever, right?
1: Or you have to record naked for the rest of the for year. For the rest
0: of the year, right? And then you can either agree to my terms or you can say, mm, no, you have to roll uh, two fours or you have to roll uh, two consecutive numbers or something like that, right? You you can set right, the sure. terms and then once we've agreed, we roll the dice and if it happens, you do the dare. If not, nothing happens. We go on with our lives. And it's a, Fair th- deal. It's a thing we started doing um, during the Canadian Fringe Festival circuit and it's become, it's strangely become like a bit of an institution where like all of a sudden all these other artists carry around dice with them and everyone's playing the dice game Uh, and it's a lot of fun so basically i thought i'd share it on the podcast for anyone that uh hasn't played it before if you want to get on board this is the this is the dice game get yourself uh, it doesn't have to be like a a d20 or anything you just get a normal six-sided die um and then you come up with some dares and you challenge your friends and it can be a lot of fun Uh, so i wanted to sort of share a couple of the funner ones that we've done i put a a question out on facebook for some people that have played it to tell me their favorite ones Uh, so there's a couple that i've got to go through here Um, and Paul, I want you to think of any of the ones that maybe that we've played that you've enjoyed. There was one we played in Winnipeg in a bar where we it was a really tricky roll. Like the stakes were high, but somehow we still rolled. It was like three sixes in a row or something like that. And as soon as that happened, the floor was made of lava and... And you had about <laughs> you had about thirty or forty grown fringe artists in this bar playing "The Floor Is Made of Lava." We ended up breaking a tra- <laughs> we ended up breaking a chair and getting told off. It was pretty Fair. pretty horrible. There was uh, a friend of mine named Pete uh, Pete Carlone who was actually on the show.
1: Yep, back
0: in the beginning, and uh, he Hi, he had a massage booked. And I basically rolled him out of the massage, which was really, really quite funny. I I once rolled someone that uh, for a whole day, every time they went to use the toilet, uh, they had to go full pants down to the ground like a little boy. It was a guy, by the way. Um, You ever seen a a (laughs) a grown man use a urinal with his pants all the way down to the ground? It's really I have, but they're real drunk. It's really strange and confusing, especially when it's someone that's not doing it as a dare. I see it (laughs) more often than I ever expected as a grown man to see, like a grown man just full pants to the ankles, bare assed. It's so strange. Uh, Can't wait till you're
1: back home, Shane.
0: I once got, I once got rolled into fake breaking up with a friend of mine in Montreal. Uh, it was basically like, uh, Shane, if we roll this, you have to break up with my with Whitney, who was my friend. Like, we weren't dating, but I had to pretend that we were, and then break up. And then, while I went to the bathroom, they decided that the reason we were breaking up is because I cheated on her with her sister. Uh, so the be- son of a that bitch. That became this thing where all of a sudden, I was acting out this thing in the bar, and then everyone in the bar just fucking hated me and rightfully so my friend jeff once made me introduce myself as uh, stan adamstein for a whole week to everybody that i met it's fucking stupid and then one of the best ones for six months my friend nancy had to text my friend sydney every time she went to the bathroom
1: wow <laughs> for six well done for
0: six months so those were some of the like just some stupid examples of, of dares you can do anything paul have you got? Have you got any fun ones that, that you can remember?
1: My vaguest recollection once was, and makes sense because we often play this around fringe time as well, mm. um, was to uh, finish uh, one very large drink that I was drinking of an alcoholic nature, right? Uh, which I did, and the other one was just get up and go dance next to somebody who I didn't know, right? That's not They're so the bad. two that spring to mind. So they weren't too bad. And
0: that person is now your wife.
1: Yep, it's true. He's here right now. Um, (laughs) uh, What I was going to say, though, is do you play with one dice or two?
0: Uh, It depends. Like, if it's just a regular one, normally we play with one. Sometimes uh, you roll with two dice, if you want to say, if I roll two of the same. I've occasionally, if I really want to do a dare that's like quite a risky one, I'll pull out a d20. So there's like a one in 20 chance of it happening, which really kind of ups the stakes. It means you can do like a really, a big, a big dare with just one die.
1: And what's in your pocket right now?
0: Uh, it's the same thing, except that I've eaten the lollipop. (laughs) Yeah. So,
1: you have a die on you right now. I
0: have a die on me pretty much at all times, Paul.
1: Okay, so, Shane. Yeah. If you roll a three, you have to podcast for the rest of the season naked.
0: Oh, shit. Uh, yes. Alright, that's actually, you know what, that seems more than fair, quite frankly. Uh, yep. Okay. I
1: said season, but let's say year. Rest of the year... Uh, i'll
0: tilt it can you see i'm gonna tilt it yeah so i that can you, see. you can see yep. that this is for real yes and this you, is you, for real. you know what paul since i made you podcast naked for the rest of the year i'm gonna even i'm gonna give you two chances how does that sound
1: whoa i'm, I'm fine by me
0: all right all right it's go. a fucking three. Oh my god. god damn it first roll i thought i was gonna give you two chances <laughs> and Carmen was gonna get me out of it all right <laughs> <laughs> oh shit there you have it live on live on the show approve all right just a weird <laughs> podcast with two naked nerds talking shit that's what we've made this is the, that's the art we're creating now paul just two naked nerds talking shit oh
1: my god this <sighs> is the best i'm so
0: happy right now all right so well, i'm okay. so happy right so now starting starting next week just you and me different countries no pants
1: no pants. Great. Together again.
0: Well, that goes my plans of podcasting from a from a uh, restaurant next week, but that's fine. I guess no, I was... you could do
1: that. You could do that. <laughs> you don't have to be a dick about it. You could just be a dude.
0: Yeah. Hey, that's a good idea. I will be a dude about it. I won't be a dick. Which brings us so incredibly smoothly to our next uh, next topic, which is. Talk. That's no, right. It's, it's the not. Talk. I set all up a out. for something Brought else. to you by Taco Jesus. It's Turbo Talk based on the show Turbo Teen from 1984. Look, just cuz it's sponsored by someone doesn't mean really we have to talk about it. In this episode of Turbo Teen, Brett Matthews, aka Turbo Teen, is at Nobody the drive in with his two stupid we sidekick friends. Have sitting inside says, him watching a movie, right? And then his jerk friend Alex, right, who jumps over the windscreen to sit stop? on the hood. Like an asshole, and spills his Please open, talking. uncovered cup of cool lemonade all stop over it. Brett Matthews, aka Turbo Teen. Stop and, it! And then you know, you know what happens, Paul. It's not funny because of the cold lemonade. He no, starts to turn gonna, back into a boy in a very you have to stop seriously grotesque way. And I really want all he your words to It slowly turns back into a boy. Uh, mouth is Brett Matthews and, and then it ends up with his friend Patty just sitting on him, side saddle like a horse. And then he's like, he, he's in his human form, but he still has the drive speaker attached to his ear. And that has been TurboTeen TurboTalk Turbo, Teen, Turbo Talk for the week. My only fear in this life is that eventually I will run out of TurboTeen episodes. Thank you very much. Brought to you by Tucker Jesus.
1: My greatest fear yeah. in life right now is that next week you will still have things to say about fucking Turbo Teen.
0: Turbo Teen is my favorite stupid show that's ever existed. It's about a guy who gets too hot and he turns into a car. It's a real show. Look it up. Wow.
1: Don't look it up. Don't waste your time. Don't hurt yourselves. Don't do yourselves the disservice.
0: You're sitting around. You're covered in cubes. You're thinking, what am I going to do with my life? Get on YouTube. Flick some cubes out of the way. Get onto it. And get some Turbotein into your eyes. Anyway, Paul, you were saying before we were so rudely interrupted.
1: I was saying that you're a dick. Yeah. And not a dude.
0: Yeah. Right, do you want to talk about our new segment,
1: Paul? What's that called? Uh, it's called Don't Be a Dick, Be a Dude. Blah, 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 hey, blah, that blah. worked out pretty good. What are the chances? Great. So this is sort of based on our uh, talk we had a couple of episodes ago, where the sort of great motto for life is, don't be a dick, be a dude. And we thought we'd take some time to sort of highlight examples of people who are being dicks and people who are being dudes. Yeah. It's not a gender thing. It's not a gender thing at all, also.
0: Yeah, that's totally... It's just about some people that have done something stupid and we're going to give them a chance to atone for their sins. And then we're just going to highlight mm-hmm. someone out there in the world that's just been a dude. And it's just been yeah. real cool and doing something good and making the world a slightly better place. Which I think we can all agree we need to do right now. Uh, oh yeah. I'm going to tell you my my uh, my dick for the week Paul who's going to be wearing uh, the ass hat award uh, I think it seems like a pretty obvious one it's got to be Kanye West for me this week what he's dick. going on another stupid crazy man rant about racism and Trump. He played like three songs and then he just ranted and then left and then he cancelled like the rest of his tour. Look I'm all up for celebrities using their celebrity and using their stage time to try and you know spread a message spread a word that's fine i sure, mean for god's sure. sakes you know bono will get up every uh, every concert and give one of his huge di- di- diatribes about you know you know whatever his cause of the week is, but you know what? They still stand up there and they whip out the hits. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, they bring the noise. Kanye has just done his fans a disservice, I think. I mean, you have a responsibility as an entertainer. Sure, if you want to stand up there and rant about however misguided it may be, whatever you want to rant about, but you also got to deliver the goods. You can't just give them three songs and a rant and then leave and then cancel no, the next the next show.
1: Uh, That's not how art works in terms of you're paying for music.
0: Exactly. And my my friend was actually at that concert, uh, ended up getting tickets, and I'm sure, like, Despite the fact that he was at, you know, some, like, now famous concert where he went on a crazy rant, he did only get to see Kanye West play three songs. There's a great video, if you can find it, uh, online of Snoop Dogg watching the Kanye West rant, just totally confused and just disgusted by the man's behaviour. I have a real, like, love-hate relationship with Kanye, and i I got to say, I'm kind of, I'm kind of done. Like, I, I really liked a lot of his albums, but he's just, he can just be such a douche canoe sometimes. I used to have a Twitcom, uh... Do you remember on uh, Twitter? A uh, twitcom is a Twitter-based sitcom where each episode has to be 140 characters. You can look it up uh, if you just search sure. the hashtag conversations with Kanye. And it was very fun. I actually quite enjoyed doing it. It was basically the whole premise was that Kanye, Wes, and I just lived in an apartment, and we were basically Bert and Ernie was the whole shtick. Uh, so if you want to look that up, conversations with Kanye is that is the hashtag. If you type that in, you'll find a bunch of my tweets from my twitcom conversations with Kanye. So that's my dick of the week. Kanye West, lift your game, please. Great.
1: Well, look, I'm not going to argue with you, and I don't think you'll argue with me. Um, I've been really cheap about it and gone the easy route. My dick for the week, and this, I promise, will be the last time we talk about him for a while, is uh, Donald J. Trump. Oh, yes. Massive dick, doing a bunch of dick moves, uh, starting to uh, put a lot of people in his uh, house, uh, his sort of parliament, if you will, his congress, whatever you want to call it, his group of people who will be representing the country. Uh, they're all people who've never done that before. They're all people who are just have no skills in the subjects in which he's putting them in. Their Minister for Education has nothing to do with education. Never has, never will. And, and some of and, them are
0: a little bit Nazi.
1: Yeah, just a little bit. And it's just all terrible. He's being a dick. That's, sorry, that's the last time. Also,
0: he also he also had that huge uh, thing against Hamilton last week, which was uh, after they, uh, Pence was at a performance of Hamilton in New York, and they mm-hmm. they did this quite well worded, quite uh,
1: non offensive, non invasive. Exactly, speech. They did, they did they did single him out, and I get that that's a thing. But at the same time, what they had to say wasn't. It Uh, it wasn't offensive and it was a nice message.
0: Exactly. That's exactly right. It wasn't offensive and it wasn't attacking him. Uh, So, yeah, I think that was completely unjustified. And the fact that uh, a lot of people in the Trump camp have been talking about how unimportant theater and art is now and it should just be like entertainment and have no political message is, uh, which is a completely wrong and super ignorant. Uh, So that's, uh, you know, that hits us kind of where it hurts. So let's mm-hmm. move on from our dicks of the weekend. let's finish on a high note with some dudes. Uh, my, awesome. My dude of the week is this guy, and I hope a lot of you guys have already seen this clip. If not, I'll put it up on our Facebook page. Uh, Daniel McConnell is this dude from Brisbane. He's this uh, hero really super Aussie dude who, uh, basically, he helped stop someone who broke into a local shop uh, when they broke in late at night. He ran out, he just had his underwear on, and he stopped this dude from getting away. It's just really, like, just a lovely bogan dude and bogans get a really bad rap but this is like a perfect example of a just a lovely dude who's basically bogans are just the nerds of fords and vb you know they're just true. that's all they are they're just nerds of cars and vb
1: they're nice guys generally speaking everybody's a nice guy yeah lovely and this guy has a heart of gold absolute heart of gold
0: yeah he's saying you know someone's saying you and do you feel like a hero he says not really you know it's, it's just what you do it's just what you do to look out you know for your fellow man and that's the kind of attitude that we like here at the cave looking out for each other. So, Daniel McConnell, you are officially uh, my dude of the week here on The Cave. How about you, Mr. Paul Grabavac?
1: Same thing, man. Like, I, I give him two thumbs up if he had an extra thumb, which uh, I had removed. If I still had it, it would go straight up to him as well. But my dude uh, for the week is just the uh, antithesis of my dick for the week. Uh, the dude is obviously P- President Barack Obama. Nice guy. Uh, really going out with dignity and I'm um, sorry for making everything political but this is the last time I'll do that. But he's real funny and because he is leaving everyone's finding like cool photos and anecdotes and experiences are being shared about their times with him. So if you scale the internet you'll find a lot of examples of him just being an absolute dude. Whether it's hanging out with dogs, little kids, basketball players telling you about his favourite rap albums. He's just, he's such a dude. Do you think Australia will ever have a cool lead up Paul? No. No. Maybe in like 20 years, maybe? No. Not in our lifetime, mate. Yeah. That's a shame. Speaking of shames, (laughs) it'd be a real shame if we forgot about talking about the challenge this week. (laughs) That's right. It would be a shame. Uh,
0: Last week, you asked me to come in with some just real cracker jokes, uh, which I really like. Uh, I was thinking about this and I've spent like years doing stand-up and in stand-up rooms, so I tried not to just, you know, accidentally recycle some good stand-up bits that I've heard. I tried to find just some real classic Set up punchline jokey jokes, you know. Sweet. So I've given you, I've got a couple of my favourites, and then just a few that just came to mind as well. So I've got a, mostly stupid ones. You should be aware, and they're all they're all very short. This is my my five jokes for the uh, cave challenge this week. So Paul, Paul, hey Paul, let's do this. Like uh, remember on Hey Hey, it's Saturday. They had the Great Australian joke, and it was yep. like Shane Bourne and uh, Murray Fields. So we'll do it like that again. Okay? Love it. So uh, Paul, Paul, hey. So there's yeah, these uh, two uh, fish in a tank, right? And uh, yep. the first fish uh, turns to the other fish and he says, "All right, you steer and I'll do the gun." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the that's okay. the first joke. Uh, all right, yep. hey, so Paul, hey Paul, so there's these two bloody uh, two bloody muffins, right? These two muffins get yep. getting cooked in the oven, right?
1: Yep. And yep. Uh,
0: the first muffin turns to the other muffin and says, uh, "Jesus Christ, it's bloody hot in here." And the, the, the second muffin turns around and goes, Jesus Christ, a talking muffin! <laughs> uh, which I thought was pretty good. Uh, there's this, That's a great one. Yeah, so Paul, hey Paul, so there's this uh, bloke, right? There's this bloody bloke. Yep, yep. This is the most Australian we've ever been on this show, I think.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, there's
0: this bloke, right? He goes into the doctor and the doctor says, uh, your results have come back and uh, unfortunately you've only got 10 to live. And the uh, man says, what do you mean? 10, 10 what? 10 years? 10 months? 10 weeks? And the doctor goes, nine? Eight, seven, six. <laughs> uh, all right, I got two. I got two more for you, you yeah. hit him. Hit him. You bloody mongrel. All right, how many? Uh, hey, Paul. Hey, how many? Yeah, uh, how many uh, ADHD kids does it take to change a light bulb, Paul?
1: I, I don't know, mate. How let's let's ride bikes. Right. Okay, I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> well done. All right, I
0: got one more for you, mate. Uh, do you hear so Paul? Yeah, do you hear about the? Yep. Uh, do you hear about the dyslexic zombie? No mate, Do you hear, tell me. Do you hear about the dyslexic zombie, Paul? No mate, walked around uh, the streets all day looking for Brian.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, I just uh, you know. I really like that joke. Anyway, Good. so that's great. My, that's my Good jokes. Job. They're no, they're great. They're awesome. Like that's. I miss jokes. Like I miss people coming up and telling me a nice joke. It happens so rarely these days.
0: Yeah. So there's my, uh, there's my jokes for the week. Uh,
1: yeah. Okay. It, it's, it, laughter helps you hide the pain. So that's good. It's cool. We're cool. Your
0: challenge for next week, Paul, as if you were getting out. Oh, of it, yeah. As if us being naked, uh, next week wasn't enough. Uh, I've got a bit of a research project for you. Uh, oh, yeah. I read something recently that was, uh, someone talking about how He Man and She Ra were married and yep. which is of course wrong because that's not at all their brother and sister you goddamn idiots they're twins. Watch the cartoon. So, I want you to do a research project for me this week, all about the history of the Filmation Animation Studio, which is the uh, ah. s- the studio behind uh, such classics as He-Man, Star Trek, and uh, Marshall Bravestar. They were around uh, in the 60s and 70s, and probably hit their peak in the 80s, and kind of fizzled out about 1992. So, basically, I want to give you uh, a challenge to bring in a brief history of Filmation, tell us some interesting facts and tidbits, and uh, try find some some dirt, you know, dig for some some gold, some little nuggets of information that maybe we didn't already know. All
1: about filmation. So that's your challenge You've got for next it. week. Yeah, that's exciting. I already know a few bits and bobs, but I won't. I won't actually spoil anything because theirs is actually an interesting, sorted. Crazy story.
0: Yeah, I was doing a little bit of research for myself yesterday, and there's some pretty cool stuff. So, yeah, I'm interested to see what you bring in next week for us here at The Cave. If you guys want to contact us, you can, of course, find us on Twitter and Instagram at The Cave underscore podcast. Find us on Facebook at The Cave Podcast, and of course, The Cave at NoMoreRadio.com is our email. Uh, help us find Amy Joe Johnson, guys. If you know her or some way to get in contact with us, let us know, and we'll send you some awesome Taco Jesus hot sauce. We only have a few weeks left to try get her before we close up shop for the year uh, you can also find us on iTunes Google Play, Stitcher and your favourite podcast apps such as Podcast Addict and of course this podcast is produced in part by No More Radio you can find us and many other great podcasts such as Questionable or Best Confabulation Dirty Feet and Tales from the Black at Nomoradio.com.
1: you're so beautiful when you talk like that
0: I'm uh, reading from a script, it's what I do
1: well done Ten points all the way to Gryffindor.
0: It's been an absolute pleasure, as always, uh, talking to Paul Grabovac. And I look forward to uh, finding you next week, surrounded by cubes, or not surrounded by cubes, depending on how well your robot butlers serve you.
1: Well, I look forward to seeing your junk.
0: (laughs) Oh, boy. This is... Oh, yeah. Let's see how this pans out. All right, that's all the Welcome time we have. Welcome to the cave. <laughs> that's all the time we have this week. Until next time, same bat time, same bat channel. We'll see you on the cave. My name's Shane Adam Zach.
1: I'm Paul Grabovac. Carol Blonga. Yep, nailed it. Yep, every time. Hey, sexy mama, wanna kill all humans?